let's go into the book of Joshua chapter 1. The book of Joshua chapter 1. The book of Joshua chapter 1. Uh, and everything I'm doing is just things that really, um, you know, created momentum in my life. And this is one chapter that really spoke loudly to me over a period of time of being a believer. Uh, Joshua chapter 1, verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun. Sir, uh, Moses, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I have given them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your feet will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this uh, Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great uh, sea, towards the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsaken you. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. Now those portions of scripture are very, very powerful and God is speaking encouragement um, to Joshua. Uh, Moses has passed away. Uh, it, that part of the phase of the journey has ended. God is now speaking to young Joshua. God is speaking to young Joshua, fresh Joshua. When I say young, I'm not talking about age. I am talking about he is now freshly in office. He is now the one who is responsible. He is now the leader. Joshua is the one. Joshua can't look to anyone else for direction because Moses is gone. Joshua, who is the assistant, is now in leadership. He is the influencer. I'm going to speak to those who are now in leadership. You are now responsible. When you come into that place, and it's a brand new world for so many people, and if you're one of those and it's a brand new world for you, what you need is courage. In these portions of scripture, and I'll talk about all that God had promised them a little bit later, but all these things that were before them, there's so many great opportunities before you, so many great, great opportunities before you. But what it takes, it takes courage. So uh, God speaks to um, Joshua, lets him know, okay, now uh, if this people are going to move forward, if anything's going to happen, it's on you now. Uh, it's on you. I am with you. So if he says that he's with Joshua and he's saying that he's with you, then the blessing is upon you. So he said he's with you. So the blessing is upon you. Anytime God 
makes an announcement or it's spoken over you that the Lord is with you, automatically the blessing has kicked in. So whatever your endeavor is, whatever you're embarking on, whatever season you've crossed over into, the Lord is saying that I am with you, which means you are the one, just like Joshua is the one, you are the one. You have crossed over. One phase of life has come to the end. Now you're moving into the next phase of life and you're now standing in a great place of influence, a great opportunity for victory, a great opportunity to possess. You're really in the greatest opportunity of your life. Uh, we, as we look back just for a moment, uh, it was it was the it was the carrying away of the dying of Moses that presented the opportunity for Joshua. And sometimes we may think that the loss of a certain thing means the demise of the next thing. That doesn't it doesn't work like that with God. When one thing ends, another thing begins, and it breeds an opportunity for those who are still here. So you got to understand that if you don't understand that you will miss out on all that God is trying to release in your life because you're still trying to figure out uh, things that will keep you comfortable or relaxed or at peace about something that, that has ended. Well, that thing has ended. Now this great opportunity is in your lap. <laughs> yeah, there's great opportunity is sitting in your lap just because one thing ended and another thing has presented an opportunity to you. So God speaks to uh, Joshua and he tells Joshua to be strong and of good courage. When he speaks to Joshua and said to be strong and of good courage, it's because Joshua is going to need it. Verse seven says, only be strong and very courageous. God is building him up on the inside. If we were back up in verse six, he said, be strong and of good courage. So he's, he's reemphasizing to uh, Joshua, that he needs to have this courage. He needs to have this strength. This particular courage is the capacity to endure, resist, or to alter adversity. Uh, here it is. Courage is the capacity to endure, resist, or alter adversity. I'm going to read it to you again. Courage is the capacity to endure resist or alter adversity. So when you, when he's saying to Joshua, Joshua, I want you to have courage. I want you to have the capacity to endure. I want you to have the capacity to resist. I want you to have the capacity to alter adversity. I am, I am giving you, I am speaking it to you. That's the blessing. I am speaking the capacity over you to endure. I am speaking the capacity over you to resist the, the, the desire to give, give up, the desire to, because you're going to have those desires, uh, the desire to quit. I am speaking over you. I am speaking capacity to endure. I am speaking capacity to resist. I am speaking capacity to, to alter adversity. It wasn't that adversity was not coming. It was that Joshua was going to have the ability 
to alter adversity because of the words that were spoken over him. In James 4 and verse 7, it reads this way, and we've quoted this, many of us who've been in church for a while, we've quoted this for a very long time. But James 4 and verse 7 says, uh, therefore resist, uh, uh, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. It says in verse 7, James chapter 4, therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So when we're submitting to the will of God, the will of God was for Joshua to lead the people the rest of the way. So Joshua submitted to God. Then he said, and now you're going to have the capacity to resist the devil and he will flee from you. So he deals with his capacity. He gives him the ability to endure. He also speaks to him about resisting the temptation to give up. Every threat, everything that comes against your life that's, that's trying to alter your destiny, you resist it because it derives from the devil. And then he will flee from you. So you alter all the adversaries, all the, the everything that could happen. You're altering the adversity now. So now that the adversity is being altered, I can speak over you today and say the adversity is being altered. The adversity is being altered because your capacity uh, because of courage is increasing. You're able to resist the temptation to, to throw the towel in. No, don't throw the towel in. You know, gird yourself up, gird your loins is how the Bible speaks of it because God is enlarging your capacity. That's why certain things like this, this, this morning, the I am the one segment is so important because you need to be encouraged. You need to be encouraged and increase your capacity to endure. And so many of you come on so often because you, your capacity needs to be increased because of the large opportunities that God has before you. You don't, you don't need an increase in capacity or increase in courage if you're not going to do anything. But when you, when you have a, a, a lot before you, the land stood before them, the Euphrates River, uh, it stood before him, uh, them. Uh, all this opportunity was right before them. So all they needed was words of encouragement uh, that would increase their capacity to endure. Some things take a little bit of time uh, to achieve and to and to even recover. So you need capacity. You you don't your capacity needs to enlarge. Encourage what it does is it, it enlarges your capacity to endure. It gives you the wherewithal to keep moving when you're not seeing all you want to see. It gives you the ability to say, keep saying yes to God when everything around you seems to be saying, no, it can't happen. It won't happen. Yes, it will happen. Yes, it is happening because now your capacity in, internally has increased. So all I do, because I know there are great things before you, when I'm speaking to you, I'm stretching your capacity to endure. Those of you who, who are having a rough time and you, you know, you haven't maybe, maybe even had a difficult night, what I'm doing is I'm stretching your capacity to endure. Yes, you can make it. Yes, you will make it. Yes, you have the capacity. Yes, you can resist the temptation to give up on everything. You're not giving up on everything. You got too much in front of you that you're supposed to accomplish. You got too many people that you have to influence and lead. You, there are too many things that are, that, that are adversity 
capacity that you got you have to alter there are things that wouldn't be altered if you weren't the one so now that you understand so you get back in the race don't you let anything look at the devil in the face and said no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper i mean i mean look him right in the eye don't you be afraid of anything and that's what god was telling joshua you look your enemy right in the eye and let the enemy know i'm coming and there is no adversity there is no resistance that i will not be able to endure it, overcome. You know, you got to think like this. I'm going to outlast my adversity. I'm going to outlast anything that, that, that poses a problem. I'm going to put up, a, I'm going to put up so much resistance up to my opponent or to my uh, adversary that my adversary is worn out before I'm worn out. You don't have to get worn out. You enlarge your capacity. There is not a day, if you're still alive, there's not a day that can wear you out. I need nothing that it's not going to wear me out because I'm always encouraging myself in the Lord. How are you going to wear me out? And I, and I got my, you know, I got my holy, um, spirit that I drink of that encourages me. I got the word of God. I, 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 I listen to, I am the one segment. How can you be exhausted of courage? Because every time you hear you're being encouraged, encouraged to endure. And all these things are very important as you're moving forward and understanding that the spirit of the Lord is with you. God was trying to reaffirm and establish more and more in Joshua's heart that I am with you. We have a great voyage ahead. We have great things that we're going to accomplish. There's a great people who are listening and watching. And, and, and some of you, I don't think you know how many people you have influence over. Well, they're, 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 they're excited because they're watching you. Some are watching you from close. Some watch you from afar. Some don't say anything. Some say, thank you for being a blessing. Some may be silent, but you're still, people are still watching you. And your encouragement is very important. Encouragement, again, is the capacity to endure, resist, uh, alter adversity. I, I wish I could say there would be no adversity, but I can't find any references for not having adversity. But I can say the courage that you need is available to alter that adversity. I believe the thing is turning right now. In your favor, I believe it's turning right now in your favor because your capacity is increasing. Everything about you internally is increasing. Everything about your thought pattern is changing. The, the, the thoughts that, that are adverse thoughts are being altered. We are altering your whole perspective. All that, all that has to happen is courage comes in. And it alters your whole perspective. Some of you got on this morning and, and you were thinking one way. And all we've done with courage, courage just alters your perspective. It's like taking you on the bottom and then taking you and flipping you over on top. And what I'm doing this morning is I'm putting you on top of your situation. I'm putting you on top of all the things that have been coming your way. Because you're the one. I couldn't turn you over on top if you weren't the one. What I say wouldn't have that impact on your life if you weren't the one. You're the one, and that's why these things are having that type of impact on you. And uh, don't look for anybody else. God is encouraging you for a reason. And that encouragement, that enlargement of capacity to endure, to resist, 
to uh, to alter adversity that is in you it's in you you're an answer you're a solution to some problem somewhere because you're the one get my book get my book i am the one get the book you are the one joshua was the one you are the one your opportunity has come you're waiting for it it's here what you need now is the encouragement you need courage to walk out what God has ordained for your life. I'm going to get ready to pray, but I want you to I want you to resist uh, the devil. But I want you to submit to God. I want you to submit to the encouragement today. I want you to submit to courage within itself, because you're the one. I want you to just submit to that. So therefore, submit to God. I don't care how you feel. This doesn't have anything to do with feelings. This has to do with what God said. And I want you to consult your feelings. I want you to listen to what God said. What God says is, I'm with you. What God says, I have great opportunity for you. What God says, no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. It's what God said. So whatever form of human that may be an opposition, the Bible has said, no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Let me, let me read it for you. In Joshua 1, verse 5, before I start praying, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. He said, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsaken you. So he said, no opposition deriving by human energy or efforts will be able to stop you. He says, as I was with Moses, wherever you've seen God be faithful to someone in a period of time, and God was really faithful to them, he said, that was your example. Maybe in the days of God's faithfulness to what came before you, he was just trying to show you how faithful he is to that that came before you. Now he says to you, so I will be with you. I gave you an example of what it is for me to be with them. Now I'm going to give you an example of what it is for me to be with you. And then he said, I will not leave you nor forsaken you. I will not part from you. That's enough encouragement within itself. I'm not going to part from you. Well, I feel alone. What does that mean? <laughs> you feel alone. You're not alone. Well, the truth of the matter you need to override those negative emotions, resist them, because he said in his word, I will not leave you nor forsaken you. Well, I feel forsaken. What's that got to do? You need to divorce yourself from your feelings right now because you're not alone. I have to pray, <laughs> but I had to get this over. So I want you to submit not to your feelings. I want you to submit to God. And as you submit to God, then you're going to resist because you have the capacity. You're going to resist the devil, everything negative. And then he's going to flee from you. 
Father, we bless you. We honor you. We thank you for the word of the Lord. We thank you for what you're saying and what you're doing to in and through your people. We thank you for every opportunity that you've given them. Father, you have selected them. If they were wanting, wanting to know how did they get here, God, you selected them. And because you selected them, no one else can deny them. Every single person has been selected by you. Every single person is now covered and blessed by you. Every single person now is encouraged by you. God, you said, told Joshua, be strong enough, good courage. Father, I pray over these people, strength and courage. Father, I thank you for all the things that you've laid before us. And Father, there's so many great things that's laid before us. And the devil can't take what you've laid before us, but he can attempt to discourage us. I speak to the spirit of discouragement right now. I speak to the feelings, the overwhelmed feelings of giving up and quitting. I speak to it now and I said, you have no right to that that belongs to God because they are the one. Father, I override any thought, any feeling that does not coincide with what you have said in your word this morning. Father, I override any negative image, God, that may be haunting their minds that's not in, 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 in complete alignment with what you said in your word. Father, I speak to their eyes that their eyes will see what's before them, but not only will their eyes see what's before them, Father, they will begin to understand that 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 is before them belongs to them. Father, you have given it to them. You have all they need is now courage to possess what you have given to them. God, we're not just talking about houses and cars. We're talking about great opportunity to influence everything around them. Father, you have postured them. You brought them on this morning. You brought them on. Those who are listening later, those who are on conference call, you brought them on for a reason. And that particular reason that you brought them on, Father God, is the reason that you're going to continue to radiate what's been said in and through their lives for the rest of the day. Father, you're going to expand them. You're going to expand their capacity. You are expanding their capacity. You're expanding everything about them, God, that no longer would anything, God, be able to overcome them. They'll resist it. They'll alter the adversity. Whatever adversity they may be facing on this morning, Father is altered right now. I speak it, I decree it, I declare it over their lives, God, that it's being altered. Take a hold of adversity, take a hold of the threats and the challenges on their life and on their sanity. God, we decree and declare that those things are now broken. We thank you, God, that you're a God that sends encouragement when we need it. You're a God that speaks to us when we need to hear from you. You're a God that lays great things out before us. And Father, we thank you for everything that you've given us. You've always been giving gifts. You will always give gifts, and we will always be the recipients of the gifts that you're giving. God, we thank you, and we bless you this morning. We recognize who we are. We recognize who we are. We recognize the opportunity that you've given us. Yes, it's been tough. The past has been tough, but the future is bright. Opportunity is absolutely amazing, Father. So we will have the courage to trust you, believe in you, God. We, we right now, God, we gird up ourselves. God, we pull ourselves together because you have made a promise to us. You said that you would never leave, Joshua. You said that you would not forsake 
faith, Joshua. And if you told him, God, those are words for us. We put our name in there. We believe right now, God, that you're not going to forsake us. You have not forsaken us. Father, you're giving us great opportunity. The reason we were beginning to feel forsaken is because great opportunity was before us. But we override those emotions to try to keep us from seeing all that you want us to see, from being all that you want us to be. And God, we get ourselves together. Grab yourself. Get yourself together. Tell self, no, you're going to be encouraged today. You're going to operate today. You're going to move today. You're going to conquer today. You're going to overcome today because you are an overcomer. You are the one. Nothing that happened prior to this moment will negatively impact you. It was an experience. All it was is experience. It's, it was learning. Now the goodness of God is going to rest on your life. Now the power of God is going to rest on your life. And now everything that God had ordained, God knew it. God knew the change. We always think God is, is absent. God is not absent. God knew everything. And now, now, now God has had you on reserve. God has taken you through training. God has taken you through moments. Father, we thank you for handling us and handling us well and giving us the right sound, the right voice to stimulate us this morning, God. And I thank you for those who felt like the weapon was prospering, God. I decree and declare the weapon has lost its energy. It's lost its effect in the name of Jesus. No longer is it painful. It may be striking. It may be attempting, but it's not effective. We decree and declare that the weapons of the enemy were no longer effective in the name of Jesus. Our mind is at peace. Our bodies are at rest. And we move in that which you have promised. God, we thank you now. And we speak to that spirit of loneliness and say to the spirit of loneliness, you be dispelled right now in the name of Jesus. The word said the Lord is with us. So there's no room for the spirit of loneliness. There's victory in our spirits because it's part of our capacity. Our capacity has enlarged. Therefore, victory is in us. I dare you to write it down. Victory is mine. And that's what God was saying to Joshua before he went in any battle. Every battle is already won. Every challenge is already overturned. Every adversity is already altar in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for being with us. We thank you for encouraging us. We thank you for strengthening us. We thank you for being with us. We thank you for your blessing being upon us. Your blessing is upon us, which means you're with us. Whether we can see you or not, you're with us. Whether we feel you or not, you're with us. And we thank you for it and we bless you for it. And Father, as we close, we close with the blessing. Because the blessing is everything to us. According to Numbers 22, starting in verse 9, down to verse 12. Father, we thank you. Excuse me. Numbers 6 and verse 22. Father, we decree and declare. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. That's number 6 and verse 22 down to verse 26. That is the blessing. The Lord is with you. Number 6, verse 22 down to verse 26. 
God is with you. Oh, Father, we bless you, we honor you, and we thank you this morning. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, 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 amen. I know you've been blessed. I know you are blessed. I know the Lord is with you. I know great things are standing before you. You might as well go ahead and possess. There are people who are following you, and they're going to follow you into great, great, great leadership, uh, great, great triumph. Uh, mm -mm. this ain't no time to be giving up. This ain't no time to be discouraged. That's why the Lord sent me this morning to encourage those who felt like they were discouraged. So go ahead and get your little tissue paper, wipe the tears from your eyes, pull yourself together, straighten your clothes up and get ready. We about to do this thing and we about to do it big. And guess what? You are the one. I want you to be blessed today, praying for those who are going out to help in the schools today, and God is going to do something absolutely amazing. You want to know why? You have the courage to believe. That's right. So God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. On behalf of myself and Lady Davis, we love you, and we're always praying for you. God bless you. If you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on, because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right, log on to StephenADavis.org now, and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.